Hello, everybody. It's time for the weekly word. And what a week it's been. If you've been going through some spiritual warfare, believe me, I can totally understand. But God has given us the keys to step into the heavenly kingdom. That word strike in the Hebrew is the word Shavat, and that's the month that we're in. It's a month of of purification. It's a month where we see angels being released on the earth. It is a month where strikes happen. I know it's been difficult for me. I've been ministering all over and it's been amazing. But my mother, I lost my mother this week. She passed away and it has been so difficult for me. Even while I'm ministering, I'm feeling and experiencing the joy of the Lord and his grace, but it has been hard. I loved my mother so much, and she was a senior pastor um, of a church in Winchester, Virginia for many years, and she moved to Florida. Um, she's been undergoing cancer treatments for more than six years, and she's a walking miracle. Six years, and she had mesothelioma cancer, and so she should have actually died in six months. That's what they told her, but that was six years ago. She just went on to be with the Lord this week, and went on to glory. So we celebrate our life. I celebrate her. So it has been a month where I have been stricken too. I've been going through a purification process just like you. And so I understand. I understand. But listen, God is setting us up for the promise to come. Remember, that's what First Fruits is all about. It's about the promise to come. It's about the first month of the year, setting ourselves apart, being holy, setting ourselves apart for uh, being a holy and devoted thing, setting ourselves apart for the promise to come. We're doing that. We are honoring the Lord with our substance and the first fruits of all of our increase. Then our barns will be overflowing and our vats filled with new wine. So I promised you all I would have four more doors open, keys to open those doors for you. And so I want to give those to you now. These are the last four keys. God said 24 heavenly doors in 2024. And so I'm going to share those with you right now. We went through one through 20. If you look at the last three weeks, every week I've been doing six to four of them. So this is the last four on this last uh, end of end of January here. We're already at the end of the month. And so these are keys to open the doors to remain in the heavenly spaces and places. Believe me, I'm applying this just as much as I'm telling you to do the same. So for the rest of the story, you got to go back, take a look. But here's door number 21. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 6 says, But one has testified somewhere saying, What is man that you remember him or the son of man that you are concerned about him? You have made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and have appointed him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in subjecting all things to him, he left nothing that is not subject to him. But now we do not yet see all things subjected to him. So basically, this key is that he has been crowned with glory and honor. You have been crowned. I mean, you have crowned him with glory and honor. So when we crown God, in other words, when we spend time with him and we position ourselves to honor him and we position ourselves to lift him up, honor him also means glory or the word kabod. So when we honor the Lord, 
We're crowning him with the glory that he deserves. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel really, really good. I want to learn to cultivate a culture of honor for my king so that I can not only bless him, but I will also receive the glory in the earth. So he has been crowned with glory and honor. Praise the Lord. Okay, so door 22, all right, is Psalm chapter 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. When we have his word in our heart, we are opening up heavenly doors. We are positioning ourselves to reach up into the realms of heaven and not remain in the earthly realms. This is very, very important. So we want to make sure we store up the word. We want to make sure that we know that he is the word that lives within us. But when we murmur the word, when we meditate on the word, when we practice the word, when we exercise our faith in the word, um, these kinds of things will keep us in that place where we will not sin, but we will make the right choice. We will have the strength in the flesh to say no to sin and no to the things that are coming to pull us away and put us in that place of lack. Door number 23. We're getting close to door 24. So door 23, the key to open that door is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. This is all about the spirit, soul, and body. And the word says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In order to open up the doors of heaven, we have to make sure that we are sanctifying ourselves, making ourselves holy. Your spirit is whole, it's perfect, it's precious, but the soul is in the process of transformation, the mind, the will, and the emotions. And then of course the body gets in line with both, both of those things. If the body hurts, the soul can hurt. The spirit can be strong in every way, but the soul can still be hurting and still need assistance and still a part of the world way too much. And so we want to come to that place of sanctifying ourselves and preserving ourselves so that we will be blameless in the earth. We position ourselves so that we stand righteous and we stand holy. So remember that when you're doing that, you're opening up the doors of heaven. That's door number 23. Okay, and what's the last door? Door number 24. Door number 24. I was really excited when the Lord gave this to me. It was like the grand finale of all 24 days of receiving that revelation from him. And it's Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Now, what's so cool about this is in the month of Shabbat, Zechariah received visions from the Lord concerning angels about they, the, the angels brought visions. I mean, they brought all of this amazing word from God, revelation from God. But also, he saw angels in his visions as well. So, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by my, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Not by my, not by power, not in the flesh, not in the flesh, but by his spirit, okay? By the spirit of the Lord. And God says himself, but my spirit, says the Lord of hosts by his spirit. So listen, we come into these heavenly spaces and places not by our flesh, not by power, but by his spirit. Have you received his Holy Spirit today? Do you know Jesus as your 
living Savior? Do you know him as the one that died on the cross for you, shed his blood that you might be saved, healed, and redeemed? Do you know Jesus like that? If you know Jesus like that, then it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by his spirit that you live every day. His Holy Spirit comes to be deposited inside our spirit. Together we become one in union. We enter that covenant. And then from there, we are the sons and daughters of the covenant blessings. And every heavenly door is opened unto us. You are eternity in action and heaven is open to you all the time. And so I just want to encourage you, no matter what your month was like, month of first fruits, we are, we are done with January here. It's the last couple of days of January, and I just need you to know, January has been a very, very radical month. It's been difficult in a lot of ways, but that's because it's also the month of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. And so let me just pray for you right now. And listen, every prayer I send to you, I send to myself. You know, I've been in prayer a lot since the passing of my mother. It's very hard when we lose our family members, especially when we're close to them. We love them so dearly. And, um, and so I just want to give a shout out to my mom. She's in the glory. She's praising the Lord every day. She's with all of her loved ones. That doesn't change the fact that us here in the earth, it's, it's hard. It's difficult, you know. And uh, even Jesus wept when he saw death and what it does to the body and what it does in the earth. But praise God for our Savior, Jesus Christ, because he overcame sin, death, and the grave. And we celebrate the resurrection. We celebrate the ascension. My mom's ascended. And guess what? You and I are ascended too. We are part of the church of Jesus Christ, and we are seated with him in heavenly places. I'm getting excited right now. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for my friend. No matter how fulfilling, satisfying, or difficult it's been in this month of January. I thank you, Father, for the month of purification and holiness. I thank you that you're calling the kingdom to arise, and the kingdom shall be pure, the kingdom shall be holy, the kingdom shall be one that is set apart unto you. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are with us every day, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. I ask you to refresh my friends today that are watching. Encourage them, lift them up, build them up, help them see the promise to come. Come on, I'm telling you right now, there is a great promise to come for you this year. Hope you sowed your first fruit offering. Get out there if you haven't. Watch my videos on first fruits. Give a special offering to the Lord this month. You're saying in your sacrifice, that you are bringing him the whole of something. And then from that point forward, everything else that you bring him, everything that you bring him is sanctified and holy. Bring him yourself as a first fruit offering. Bless the Lord. It's an important time. So, whew, praise God. Now listen, if you want to learn more about how to live in the realms of the ascension this year, I want to join you. For, I want you to join me for my course, Maximize Your Prophetic Potential. I have a discount code SA1 and you can put it in when you go to check out and I'm going to show you, teach you, walk with you this year, not only through the Hebrew calendar, teaching you how to prophesy according to that, but also how to live in the realms of the ascension. We need it. Come on, I'm living in those realms right now. No matter the difficulty that you experience in the earth, you can be seated with him in these heavenly places every day. Let's make the ascension a habitation not a visitation. Don't go up and down, but stay up and find out everything that can pull you down. 
cool. I'm getting excited. I also want to invite you to get a copy of my brand new book, 365 Prophetic Revelations from the Hebrew Calendar, a powerful book that will help you learn to prophesy according to the Hebrew calendar. Every day you have a fresh prophetic word straight from there. I teach you how to integrate both the Gregorian and the Hebrew calendar. It's a powerful resource. You're going to learn all about how to sow, when to sow, the proper seasons and times from the Lord, why the Gregorian calendar versus the Hebrew calendar. I mean, what's important here? You know, the Hebrew calendar is God's calendar, but but why are we on a Gregorian calendar? I teach all that. I teach about the revelation of the ages. We're coming up on the year 6,000, and you need to know what that means for you because you are a transitionary prophet ushering in and preparing the earth for the return of Jesus Christ. This is what the church of Jesus Christ is today. The kingdom arising, preparing ye the way of the Lord. God's got a plan. He's got a purpose. He's got a destiny for you. It's written. You need to be in the game. You need to be on the team. Also, if you haven't signed up to be a part of the Esther Mordecai movement, the One Million Voices, I need you to, to go to my website. You can click on the sites there to stand for our nation or go to hervoicemovement.com or go to don'tmesswithourkids.us. These are opportunities for you to join the campaign to stand for our nation and stand for our children. I don't want you to miss it. Come and join a prayer hub. Be a prayer hub leader. Stand at the state capitals on April 13th and come to the Washington Mall or be a part of our online um, communion, our online unity together, no matter where, where you're at in the world, on October 12, 2024. We're going to join together and we're going to stand for the Lord. All right, be blessed and I will see you next week. Share this weekly word with somebody. They need to know that God loves them and no matter what they're going through, this month of purification is helping them reach the promise and destiny that God has for them this year. Be blessed. Bye-bye.